Welcome to the first week of our brand new message series we are calling, Does This Shock You? Sometimes the things that Jesus says can be very challenging. Challenging to the point that we have some sort of startled response, mentally or even physically. We are shocked. In that scripture passage we just heard, Jesus asked his disciples and us point blank, does what I am saying shock you? Does this shock you? Some people are so shocked, they choose to no longer follow Jesus. Between our first reading and the gospel, we hear about two groups of people who are faced with the choice to follow the world or follow the Lord. And both groups offer us incredible examples to follow. In the first reading, Joshua challenges the people to choose between the idols that so many were worshiping and the one true God, insisting they could not serve both. And then the people wholeheartedly assured him, we will serve the Lord, for he is our God. Like the Israelites following Joshua into the promised land, we too are God's chosen people walking toward the true promised land. Through baptism, all of you were made members of God's new chosen people. Through your baptism, God has promised you eternal possession of the true promised land, heaven, provided we keep our part of the covenant. That is, if we remain faithful to His laws during our days on earth. At our confirmation, we renewed this covenant and promised to be loyal to Christ. Even if loyalty to Jesus sometimes brings us suffering and difficulty. We live in a world today that is so ungodly and unchristian. This makes it all the harder for God's loyal people, you, to live your religious life to the full. In today's crazy world, can you, as Joshua did, answer by saying, as for me and my household, we will serve the Lord, for He is our God. Jesus presents a similar challenge to His disciples. He's concluded what we call His Bread of Life discourse, announcing to the people that He is the Son of God, the living bread come down from heaven, insisting that they must eat His flesh and drink His blood in order to have life in Him. And understandably so, so many found his claims impossible or difficult to accept. Many walked away. How could this man be who he claimed to be, the Son of God, when clearly they could see, or at least they thought they could see, that he was only human, a mere man? How could he insist that they must eat his flesh and drink his blood? And yet Jesus did insist. He did not back down. Living the Christian life that discipleship recalls us to, calls us to live required then and now a leap of faith. It required living by faith. So he let those who chose to walk away, walk away. That is, you have to make the decision and then walk the walk, not just talk the talk. Then he posed a question to the 12 men he had hand-selected to follow him. He asked them, do you also want to leave? They had the choice. 
Jesus wanted them to choose him, to live for him, to bear witness to him and the truth of the gospel. But for those folks now, as it is for us now, it was their choice. The same applies to us today. We are called to be true Christian disciples. That is to live lives of love and service to the Lord, bearing witness to who He is through those lives of love and service, bearing witness that He is indeed the Son of God and the truth that He proclaims. Yet this calling is a difficult one, is it not? Living it out requires a great faith commitment to put Jesus before all else, even when it's not the popular thing to do, even when others around us choose differently and maybe make fun of us for being Christian. We must make the choice. Sometimes it seems like we must choose every day because we encounter temptations to live outside of our Lord's way of life every single day. Can we wholeheartedly exclaim as Joshua did, as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. Do we recognize, like Peter did in the gospel, that Jesus is the one with words of eternal life, that Jesus promises so much more than the world does? If so, there is yet another challenge, another challenge that today's readings present to us. Do we live out that choice day in and day out, putting Christ before all else, even in the face of adversity and ridicule? God offers us the gift of faith. Jesus, His Son, offers us the gift of life. For He is the bread of life who gives His body to eat in Holy Communion. Many of His followers were so shocked that Jesus equated Himself with God and offered His body to eat that they turned around and left Him. They were shocked and scandalized. So one of the questions before us this morning is, what about you and me? Do we truly believe? Do we truly believe that bread and wine become the body and blood of Christ? That's what Jesus tells us. Does it shock you that Jesus' gift would be so simple, so simple that all we have to do is believe in Him? Does it shock you that He gives what He receives from the Father and holds nothing back? Does it shock you that we who receive Him in Holy Communion receive everything in His body and blood? Does it shock you that His gift of Himself in Communion can calm our jittery hearts and tame our wandering desires? Does it shock you that His life becomes our life, and now we are sent to share Jesus with the world and freely give to others ourselves? To receive Jesus can never be reduced to a merely intellectual exercise or only an affair of emotion. Jesus, who receives everything from the Father and offers everything back to the Father, gives Himself to us his body and blood. And to truly live for us means to open our hearts completely to Him so that when we receive Him in Holy Communion, we will be transformed, transformed by Jesus Christ. How many of us have really chosen the Lord, really chosen the Lord as the definer and shaper of our lives? There's one way to find out. Track 
the pattern of your choices. Day in and day out, what do you usually choose? Who do you usually choose? Here's a rule for everyday life. Do not do anything which you cannot offer to God. If you are restless, discontented, and sad, your heart is telling you that you've given it away to something far too small. Perhaps you've given your heart to the world. But if your heart is peaceful, even in the midst of turmoil, you can be sure that your heart is resting in the Lord, who is slowly reshaping you, reshaping you into His image and likeness. This is what we want you to know today. We are invited once more to choose whom we serve. Jesus invites us to follow Him as the Son of God, not just a man. Jesus invites the disciples to believe and follow. It all started with Jesus' simple invitation long ago to follow Him. Some were shocked and no longer followed. But many believed. Many believed and accepted Jesus' invitation to believe in Him and stay close to Him. This is what we want you to do this week. Be like Jesus. Be like Jesus. Extend an invitation to someone to join you for Mass. Some may be shocked that you asked and not accept, and you may feel mortified, but some will accept. Somebody is just waiting to be invited, someone that you know. Jesus expects you to invite others. He says that elsewhere in the Bible. Does that shock you, that He expects us to invite others? Will you walk away from the challenge to invite others? I hope not. Just invite them. Let God do the rest. Be like Jesus.